Hi guys, welcome back to the How Great Is That Art podcast, the most wholesome podcast in the Northwest. So, a couple weeks ago, I uh, did a presentation on how to stay motivated to create and eliminate doubt. And I just wanted to show you guys, um, or I guess play you guys, the audio from that. There's a big discussion at the end. Um, I think it'll be really edifying for anyone to listen to. It was based around Christians because it was a Christian community that I did it for. But um, I think some of the tips that I shared could be useful to anyone, any sort of creative out there. So yeah, hope you guys enjoy. There you go. Um, yes, so today I'm going to be talking about how to stay motivated to create and to eliminate doubt because I think everyone goes through this at one point in their life. Um possibly multiple times i know i have so hopefully this will help you guys out so why do we create in the first place so i would say we create to satisfy our longing for beauty and we also create to communicate spiritual intellectual and emotional truth about the world or how i like to simply put it the artist creates to reflect the life of the artist So you may be wondering why I worded it in this way, instead of saying the artist creates to reflect his life or her life. Well, that's because like our lives aren't our own. Can everyone hear me? All right. Okay, good. I don't want to like continue. No one can hear me. Yeah. So the artist, our our life is not our own. And in Jeremiah 10, 23, it says, I know Lord, that the way of man is not in himself, that is not in man who walks to direct the steps. In the NLT, it says, I know, Lord, that our lives are not our own. So the life of the artist is not the artist's life, especially as Christians, because as Christians, we become dead to our own self and we be given a new life that um, where divinity shapes our ends. So I guess you could say the artist creates to reflect the life the new life that they've been given by God. And we can still we can still apply this to what I said before. So satisfy on longing for beauty. Everyone knows that as believers, we see things differently because we see the world has, as how God created it, you know? And you can appreciate the world more when you know the one who created it. You know, you can look at the sky and you can appreciate how beautiful it is and you know the one who made the sky. You know, the one who made the plants, the trees. And so when we make art around these things, it's like it's a different experience for us because it's like there's more meaning to it. We know who created it and it satisfies our longing for beauty. Communicating spiritual, you know, we have spiritual encounters with spiritual encounters with God. Intellectual, the stuff we learn in the Bible, the stuff he teaches us. Emotional. Everyone knows we have ups and downs. We're talking about it earlier like some people didn't have the best week some people had better weeks um we can communicate that through art as well um so yeah but why does this even matter why does knowing why you create even matter so first of all as a creator you need to know why you create unless because like if you don't your creation is like futile it doesn't make there's no meaning behind it if you think of like a child, like a like my two-year-old nephew, let's take my two-year-old nephew. 
if I give him a pen and a piece of paper and then he just draws scribbles, like he doesn't know what he's drawing. He's just doing it because like I've given him a pen and he's just moving it around the paper. He's not going to really care about that drawing in 15 minutes. He'll probably eat it. Eat it because like that's how he is. But <laughs> yeah, you'll probably eat the drawing. Um, so yeah, there's no purpose behind that drawing. But compare that to me when I was like uh, 15 doing my art exam. I was spending time on that. I uh, had a whole plan for it because I had a purpose behind it. And that was to do well on the exam. So knowing why you create, it gives purpose to your art. Also, knowing why you create, it uh, helps you deal with feelings of inadequacy, frustration, imposter syndrome um, that often come with putting your creative self out there to be critiqued. And like, I just want to say that you shouldn't look to get the same results as to as other people. Look to get your result because we may have the same goal, which is to glorify God through our art, but we have different assignments. Like in 1 Corinthians 12, it talks about how we are the body of Christ and the body has different members, right? And all the members have different functions, but they have the same the same goal, which is to keep the body moving. So if your finger, be the best finger you can be, don't try to be the eye because it's not going to work out for you, you know? Knowing what you create, it also motivates you to improve your craft and it sets foundation for you to build your career on. Because when you know when you're do when you know why you are doing something, your only goal is to achieve it and to improve as well. So it gives you duty, it gives you responsibility, it gives you value, and it also gives you worth. Okay. Is everyone following me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So why do we feel demotivated? Well, number one, we compare art to others who may be more successful. And um, I guess that depends on what you value as success. Um, but in this sense, I'm saying maybe they have more followers than us. Maybe they're making more money. Maybe they're getting more attention. Um, second, anyone on social media? knows this, we lose social media attention or become stagnant. We see no progression, um, especially on Instagram. I know this too well, you know, at one point I was getting this many likes and then I'm now I'm not getting as many likes. And so I feel demotivated because it's like I'm losing the likes, which is not important, but yeah. Also, we no longer enjoy the things we make. Um, yeah, I feel like everyone's been through this. We get to a point where maybe it's we're doing the same thing over and over again and we get tired of it or due to comparing people, we no longer enjoy the things we make because we think we're not good enough. Also, we feel like our work isn't godly enough, you know. Um, and last one, we feel alone in our walk. I know before, like, joining this community, I felt quite alone because... I didn't really see many people doing what I do, like, and being a Christian as well. So I felt like there was no one I could speak to. There was no one I could, like, confide in. So I did feel alone in my walk. And it did make me feel demotivated because, like, there was no one to turn to. So, 
Yeah. So what are some practical steps we can do to stay motivated? First one, get involved into get involved in a community of like-minded people. Like we have the Soul Studio here. I know there's also um, CCH. Um, yeah, and the Bible says in Proverbs 27, verse 17, that iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. And this simple proverb, it illustrates an important biblical principle that God expects us to live and serve in a community of other believers. And Hebrews 10.25 also says that we shouldn't give up on meeting together, but encourage one another. And being in community, it not only allows us to improve through like learning and encouraging others, but it also um, helps others to improve, which also motivates us because someone's pushing you to do more. And at the same time, you're helping someone and you take on that responsibility to help others. So it's like, there's two forms of motivation. You're motivated to help people and you're also motivated from receiving help from others as well. So like, yeah. <laughs> and also I would say it's much better to receive advice from someone that you know they like, they have your best interests in mind. Um, and as believers, we want to build each other up because we have the same goal, like, which is to glorify God. If I know someone's trying to glorify God through art, I'm going to help them because I'm trying to do the same thing. You can also take a break. I feel like a lot of us need to take a break. I know <laughs> a lot of us like to overwork a bit. You know, you need to take a break, you know, take a step back. Um, and it's actually helpful for creators block, you know, um, in Matthew eleven twenty eight, it says, come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I'll give you rest. So the word rest, it refers to like refreshing yourself and taking a break. And the dictionary says, um, that rest is to refresh one's mind and body through an activity that stimulates and amuses or to impart fresh life into the mind and body so rest is basically recreation so rest doesn't necessarily have to be taking a nap okay or just sitting there in silence rest could be an activity that you enjoy that you don't like find that challenging so let's say you enjoy um playing tennis that could be your rest even though it, it involves like physical activity that could be your rest because you don't like you're not working when you're playing tennis. In your mind, tennis is not work. Tennis is like fun, it's leisure. Um, so that could be your rest. So don't think rest is you just have to sit there in silence or you have to take a um take a nap or something. Rest can just be something that separates you from your work that you like feel good doing. Because it's just to refresh your mind, you know. Uh also that God wants us to use our time wisely, you know. Even God took a breath, uh, took a break when he was creating the world, you know, on the seventh day, he rested. And also taking breaks allows God to be involved in your process. He goes on to say later in Matthew 11, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And the reason why it's easy and it's light is because Jesus bears it with us. So the um, Greek word for easy, I actually looked into this, is 
I don't know Greek well, so bear me. Is Krestos, I think. Uh, if anyone's Greek, please correct me. Um, but yeah, it means well-fitted. And a yoke is basically like a wooden cross piece that they attach to like an ox um, to help pull a cart. So um, back in the day, they would make the yoke well-fitted so that it would be easier for the oxen to push the cart. And that's um, that's kind of how Jesus is with us. Like he fits our yoke. That's why his yoke is easy because it's well fitted, and it helps us push the cart essentially. Because if your yoke is hard and your burden is heavy, then you can't really say it's his yoke or burden because you're not letting him bear it with you. Does that make sense? Basically, you have to walk at the pace of Jesus not your own pace, because then it gets hard for you, you know. Also, experiment. Like, don't feel like you have to do one thing all the time. Sometimes we want to, um, like, say if you make music, but you want to draw, draw. Like, don't feel like you have to make music just because that's what's doing well for you. Me, I can speak about this personally because I'm an illustrator, right? And um, illustration is what I guess uh, is like my main thing. But I also like to make music sometimes. I'm not the best of it, but I like to make music and I still do it because it, it, it kind of helps me be more creative, I guess. So don't feel like you have to do one thing, you know, just because you may be good at one thing, you can still do other stuff. If you want to make music, but you're an artist, I mean like a painter or something, make music. If you're a musician, but you want to write poetry, write poetry. Um, and it also forces us to try out new ideas, which can help with creators block as well. So, yes. Also, we have build your skills. Um, the more skills you have, the more uh, you have like more ability to try more things, you know. Let's say if I know how to play three chords on the piano, it kind of limits me to those three chords. But let's say I learn uh, 10 chords on the piano. I don't even know if there is 10 chords. Yeah, I'm sure there's one 10 chords. <laughs> let's say I learn 10 chords on the piano. I can make way more songs with... Um, with those 10 chords than I can with those three chords. So it just makes sense. Also, parable of the talents. Uh, the parable of the talents, it teaches us that God has given us different responsibilities according to our abilities and uh, so that we can work in different places and expand. And although like the talent isn't the talent I'm talking about, the talent there was like a unit of like money, right? I feel like it's still applicable because the point is to not waste what God has given you, but instead look to build upon it and improve upon it and take it as far as you can. Like we're not just meant to sit here and wait for Jesus. We don't, we're not just meant to hide what we can do. We're meant to build upon it, improve and um, like expand as well. So now I'm going to move on to, oh yeah. Also, uh, one reason why we're demotivated is doubt. 
So I have a little diagram here. Um, so this is like your brain. Um, so like you have ideas and then doubt comes in and then the doubt starts taking over and your ideas get smaller and then the doubt, it just completely takes over your brain. So how do we eliminate doubt? So what is doubt, first of all? Doubt is to be uncertain about, consider questionable or unlikely, or hesitate to believe. And I put here unbelieving doubt versus believing doubt because some doubt is actually good. And sometimes people forget that. Um, so unbelieving doubt, it leads us away from faith and believing doubt actually leads us into deeper faith. Uh, unbelieving doubt, it basically asks questions in order to challenge or to disprove something similar to how like um, if you have like a prosecutor and a witness, they're asking them questions to disprove them. That's unbelieving doubt. But believing doubt, ask questions in order to learn. So like if you think about a child asking their parents something, they, they're asking them because they want to learn something. Um, but they still have trust in the one that has authority to eliminate their doubt. That's why they're asking them questions. Uh, Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding. And this is essentially how we eliminate doubt. Like it's okay to ask questions to God as long as as long as it's um to further your understanding and not to disprove him. It's like saying, um, Lord, can this song be better rather than um this song isn't good and maybe I'm not called to make music? Like you can see the difference in those two phrases. The first one is asking god how can this be better even though like you have doubt that this song isn't as that good the second one is saying that this song isn't good and you're wrong about me doing music lord so you see the difference between that okay yeah that's <laughs> that's it i guess yeah um now we can i'm going to open up the floor to everyone so if anyone has any like questions or anything they want to say Feel free. This is a group discussion. I have a question here, like a prompt, a little prompt. So what are some ways, what are some other ways we can stay motivated to create? Like you can start off there if you want. I think um, right. so. Oh, <laughs> okay. Hold up. You want to go? You can go ahead. I just had real quick. I, it's not real long. I was gonna say, you know, this this really helped um, just to give me a lot more focus and just really challenging myself because I feel like that's been the problem. Is you know, I know that I'm good at you know, singing, you know, I've, I've been doing that since I was two. So I know that I'm good at that, but being able to stretch and go into scarier places that for me, I'm like, I could never do that. You know, I could never do that. So things like uh, doing like, like kind of rapping or like spoken word, like that's stuff that I like, 
not really going towards addition mm. to doing other more creative things that I never really thought of and, and being able to use that to help with like the writer's block. And, you know, so that really encouraged me to kind of step out of my comfort zone. So I really appreciated this. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, I was just reading the comments. <laughs> yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was just saying it's very timely. Oh, it's like a everything that you put in this literally this like at least the past three days and that's it's been it's confirmation so thank you no problem um yeah thank you really like thank you so much for the presentation um i think i wanted to add some things that i had on my mind as well whilst we were going through the presentation um which i think it uh, fully aligns with everything you've said but I think a lot of the times when we get stuck mm -hmm. it's literally like a mind thing like we just get stuck in our own minds and we limit ourselves and we limit God a lot of the time Definitely. and because a lot of the times us as creatives we we can sometimes like forget that we're first a daughter and a son in God and place our identities in our creativity mm -hmm. that when we feel like we're not being creative optimally it can take us in like a downward spiral like mentally as opposed to just like you said stepping out and just just like you know just vibing with where you are because the fact is if you're a son or a daughter first whether you're performing amazing creatively or not in in the way that you feel like you should mm -hmm. you're still good you're still good and so like one thing that I I do a lot of the times so I try to identify like what's happening when I have a block so am I just not inspired is it spiritual? Sometimes it's spiritual. Like there's like, like a literal block in my mind. I don't know if anyone's ever experienced this, but a literal block, like I can't think. And then when it's like that, sometimes I just need to go be with God. Sometimes I just need to walk in nature or sometimes I need to listen to some, some, someone else's music or like what someone else's creativity and let them re-inspire me. Um, but like what you said, like that really like kind of touched me is, is like trying other creative things because we limit ourselves so much, especially when creativity is like our ministry or like our form of blessing other people that mm. we forget that creativity can also kind of be like therapeutic to us as well. Like when it becomes a job, you know, it's like sometimes like I know I love I love drawing. I, I ain't go, I barely, I'm ever going to post it anyway. Okay. But I just, <laughs> I love doing it. I have a great time, like just illustrating things and drawing things and coloring things. And it's so therapeutic to me and I'm not, I'm probably never going to ever get money from it. Okay. I don't know if it's ever going to bless or inspire a generation, but it's therapeutic to me. Mm. Um, and sometimes actually even like on my creative journal, sometimes when I share things, which are things I don't normally do. I feel like those things also kind of bless and inspire people in different ways. Cause like it can inspire people to think, Oh, like 
you know what? Like, I can tell this isn't her main thing, but she's having fun doing this. Maybe I can have fun doing something different and doing something new. Um, so I just wanted to do, to, to share that. And I'll also just throw in some shameless promo that I'm doing a beat challenge right now on my Instagram. So you guys can be challenged in your creativity with that as well. Like I've been telling people, it doesn't matter what you do, just have a good time. Because sometimes when you just have fun, with creativity it just releases so much of that tension mm. right that kind of like blocks you and stops you so yeah that's it from me I just want to add also that um sometimes the things that you think aren't that great or like you think you're not great at those are the things that actually help a lot of people out because like sometimes you're not the best uh what's the word you're not the best at i can't think of the word it's like you uh sometimes we're too hard on ourselves and we think we're not great at something when we're actually better than we think we are like uh me i can speak on this like with my podcast um I can't go one day without talking about my podcast. But yeah, with my podcast, right, I never thought of myself as like someone who's good at speaking. Like um I don't really like public speaking, but um and like for me to speak to someone, they usually have to come to me to speak. So it's like, why would I do a podcast? Like it doesn't make sense. But I had just I had a feeling like I just I needed to talk about like art and like religion because no one was doing that. Well, I didn't see anyone do that. And I would always record myself on my phone and just like talk and make like these little rants about like art or like religion or like um like Christianity. And it was just, like it's not going anywhere. What why am I doing this? So I was like, let me just do a podcast. Um I bought the microphone and I kind of it kind of forced me to start it because I'm not gonna waste money and since doing that a lot of people have told me they enjoy like speaking to me and like um they they're touched by it and I'm like what like how like I'm not like I make mistakes all the time like why is why do you like this blah 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 so it just shows that like use me as an example like sometimes you may think you're not great at something or the thing that you're doing is not that good but until you actually release it and see the impact it has, like you will never know. So if you think that way about anything that you're doing right now, just try it out, just like put something out. And there's always room to improve as well. So like you don't have to stay there, but you have to start somewhere. Sorry, <laughs> I just wanted to add something too with what Frizz was saying about identity, because I think that's really true for Christians. Um, but not only that, but I want to talk also about how sometimes we forget who God is for us. So not only do we lose ourselves in our identity, but also we forget who called us. So we think that we're not qualified but we, I feel like we try to limit God and we try to make God small. We put him in a box that... Mm -hmm. um, we, we think like, oh, like, who am I, you know, but who is God actually? Like, you know, he's the one who called you. And so 
But God doesn't pick people who are qualified. He, he, when he calls them, he gives them the provision and he makes the way. So all we have to do is just trust in him. So yeah, I just wanted to add that really quickly. Amen, Amen to that. There's Bible proof on that. A lot of people that he called and like a lot of stories. It's just like, you chose me. I stutter. Why would you ask me to speak mm-hmm. to all these people? I do this. Why would you ask me to? But he qualified them in calling them. So that's cool. Mm, yeah. Because I actually, um, so one of my struggles is I actually stutter a lot. And so, so I, I like, I do, I do this. I, t- I basically tell the Lord the same thing for me because I, I, ever since I was young, I, because a lot of times for me, I like, even right now, it, it can be a little struggle, but I'm trying my best to like speak and not be shy because I've been shy like my entire life. I like feel like I, I even sometimes now, I feel like I don't know how to talk to people. I like, I, I just, I, I just stutter a lot. And so I, so I, with the, with that stuttering um, and my difficulty with speaking sometimes, I, I I doubt myself. I don't know how to like, and then I feel like I like, I just, I just, I just don't know how to be creative. I just, but it's like, um, um, it, it was just like, I think, I think it was what first said about being a, like knowing who you are, being a daughter or a son, like that is so important. And I feel like that was the thing uh, God has been speaking to me this entire week that like, even as I've been trying to create, like I'm just painting or I'm just like writing or doing photography, like uh, he reminds me that I'm his daughter and that's, that's really like my everyday struggles. Like that's really what matters that, I'm his daughter and he really reminds me how much loved I am. And there are like, uh, like I just finished a painting this week and yet like, I feel like there's still so much more I want to do with the board. And right now I feel like I just like, even though I'm right now, I'm just like taking a break. Like I just have to rest and, and my stuttering, I really, I, I just, really have to give that to the Lord and he, he will work, he will work through that because I just, it's just like, I just, so like in this creative frustrations and the doubts and I just, I just feel so weak, but I see the Lord, like I see his strength in my weakness for these Mm. creative, in this creative journey. So, yeah. Wow. Amen. I love that. I just I just wanted to like to add to what to what you just said, Isabel. It's like, you know, people probably can't tell when I speak, like now, but like literally growing up, like people would never have the patience to let me even finish a sentence. Because like growing up, I struggled so much with speaking. Um I would speak very, very slowly. It took me a long time to process what I wanted to say. Over time, I've I've learned how to speak faster. But people would literally just be like, you know, like get on with it. Like, what are you saying? And I'm just trying. I'm trying to get my words out, 
but it was so hard. And to this day, sometimes that makes me feel unconfident about speaking. Um, but God's has really done his work in me to help me become more confident. Mm-hmm. And like people will say things to me like, you know, when you speak, like, I feel safe, I feel calm. And I'm just like, that is very wild. Because when I was younger, people didn't even want to, like, let me finish a sentence, you know? Um, And I feel like a lot of the time, we compare ourselves so much more to, like, eloquent speakers, right? And even to this day, even to this day, sometimes I find myself comparing myself to more eloquent speakers. But at the end of the day, like, God, God will use you, Isabel. He'll use me. He'll use all of us to have, to have the touch that only we can have. Um, so I just wanted to say I, I relate with you so mm. much with that struggle. Um, and you're not alone in that. Yeah, me as well. Because I, <laughs> I, I, when I was younger, I didn't really speak properly until I was like four years old. So it's like I had the same thing. I was so shy, like scared of speaking to anyone. And yeah, people say the same things. And I'm just like, why? Like, I don't understand, like, how? Like, but yeah, it's it's just God. Like, God can use anyone to do anything. So, like, don't feel like he can't use you because he can. That's so true. Um, something that I I experienced before was I never really considered myself as the creative person in the family. So doing what I do now was never something I imagined myself doing a few years ago because I always thought, well, I'm the logical guy. My sister is actually more creative than me. Uh, she's the one who does all the drawing, the writing, poetry, and she's so much more talented at me at playing instruments and yeah so I never really thought doing music would become something that I would do much more talking to you guys like this to be honest I'm a very shy person uh, believe that or not <laughs> but I am very shy uh, even I've, I've received many many feedbacks before from a lot of people who say hey why don't you talk why don't you you know speak your mind you know and because I'm the type who just likes to be quiet and you know kind of in the background and just watching and observing people but my dad would always tell me like you need to learn to speak your mind and learn to communicate um, and it, that really challenged me and it took it took a lot of time to really get myself out there and embrace this creative part of who I am that I didn't even know about and also to embrace the fact that it's okay to speak that it's okay to share your thoughts and from time to time the the old habits still come back and I still tend to be quiet and not speak at all Um, but the Lord has been working through me on that um, teaching me to to tell, reminding me that it's okay to just speak your mind, and you don't have to be perfect about it. And there will be times that you'll say the wrong things, but you'll learn, and it's absolutely okay. So that's why. I, <laughs> oftentimes, I'd apologize to people if I like. I'm so sorry if I said something that 
you know may have offended you and just it's the first thing that came into my mind and uh, being someone you know I, I'm homeschooled so I'm not like super exposed to the to the world and you know to the different issues that people have and what's going on so I'm not super aware so whatever comes into my mind I tend to speak that first thing and I, I don't know if, th if this was something that would hurt people or something like that but in the process I've, I've been learning more and more about you know the tendencies and people's reactions to things so it's a uh, it's been a uh, it's been a learning journey for me and I guess something that I've learned just recently as well is this whole creative journey doesn't have to be some sort of uh, oh, I have to make something big and I'll be done with this you know it's it's a journey and it's something that you take one day at a time and you you learn to enjoy the whole process of doing it you know from you know I started off learning using GarageBand and it escalated from there so I just learned to not to rush things you know and for the purpose like I feel like sometimes you think like oh we gotta make big things for God you know like make the best thing possible but I think we also downplay the moments of small beginnings you know and learning to just have fun with creating because it's a gift it's a gift to create it's a gift to have ideas and visions that God gives you you know so just learning in the process and learn to discover God in the journey learning who he is what he speaks to you and what he wants so I'm just learning to have fun with this process and to enjoy it overall so yeah um yeah i i i want to say something about what everybody said it's just <laughs> been really really good um and i i feel like i can relate so so much like um i i don't even know where to start but i think yeah i want to i guess hit on the last thing that michael was saying um i think that's been one thing for me is like learning how to um, and it was in the slideshow, like learning how to experiment and kind of being okay with trying new things or like trying a new form of art or creating that you haven't tried before. Um, I guess in my case, it's like songwriting is my new thing because I've always ever sang. And so like, I always have this fear of like, I don't know, I feel like this must be an artist thing, but like being corny and like what I'm doing. <laughs> and so it like really stops me because I like, I'll try something. And I'll be like, that is, that is so cheesy. Why would you ever say that? <laughs> and it's like, and then like the doubt monster comes in and it's like, like, you know, man, you could never write anything. It's just all trash. Like, this is so bad. And like, that really stops me from pushing myself further into creating because I don't allow myself that first door to say like, you're welcome in this space to make it whatever you want it to be. I mean, it could be the most horniest thing you ever heard, but it's like, it's taking you further to where you want to be. And, and you never know, like, it's, it's still an idea. It's something that can like, form. And, um, oh, Tam's in life. Oh, I think it's say bye. But um, yeah, so I, I think that was, that's been a really big part of this that I'm learning is like, if I don't, if I don't even allow myself 
the door to be free in creating, then it really hinders me um, as far as like where I, I feel myself free to go and I won't be willing to, to take, you know, risk creatively. Um, and I, and I feel like that's essentially what creating is about. Like you're looking at the world in a different light in a different way. And it's like, you're, you're taking, you know, a camera or you're taking brushes and paints. In the <laughs> Sorry. I get so distracted by like the comments, but they're, I love them. But um, yeah, like you're taking something and you're creating something else. So you have to, you know, it's like, I mean, I guess clay is a good example because you get this, just this lump of clay and you get something, you stretch your mind as far as it will go and you stretch the clay as far as you are willing to take it in that moment. Um, so I think that, yeah, that's, that's been my, like a big struggle of mine is just being willing to try, even if it is weird. Yeah. Everything is corny to someone at some point. That's true. Um, and uh, there were some, there were just so many other really good things, but I think too, it's just really funny. Cause I had made that post about imposter syndrome in the like general chat and it's, and that's really been where I am at is like, as far as like, <laughs> it's corn. Um, but I like just am trying to allow myself to, I guess it, that, that whole feeling goes as far as, as far as that is like, I don't, I don't allow myself to even show up as like a creative or be okay with it. <laughs> Guys, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay bring it back in um uh so like I was saying like allowing myself the door to be creative is also goes into like being an artist and that's why I was struggling I've been struggling so much with is like like um being so new to everything and learning all of this stuff it's like you still have that doubt of like <laughs> yes you still have that doubt of like can I even exist in this space? Can I even create for God? Can I like, do I have the ability or the talent or whatever to do that? And it's like, it's this is the same way I was like, you have to open that door and say, yes. I feel like it's the same way with, for me in that area too. It's like, I mean, I just have to let the door be open. I can't just be like, no, I have to only exist in one way. Um, which is what I really like what you were saying in the chat, Michael, or I think you were saying out loud about, um, your sister being seen as the more creative one in the family. So you felt like you didn't really have the space to do that either. Cause you couldn't, I guess, in your mind exist in that way. And I have like, um, my cousin like a really talented dancer and, um, my brother was a rapper for a long time. I like, it's weird that I didn't like jump out and be creative. I think it was because I was so shy, but, um, like my, like my dad was a guitarist and like, like my family is pretty like artsy, but I just didn't want to, because I was so shy that I was like, no, nobody can know that I do or think this way. It's just, no, oh my gosh. And didn't allow myself to do those things. So I don't know. I think that that's the biggest, or maybe like the first step for a lot of people was just saying like, you're allowed to try new things. You're allowed to exist in the way that you want to and creatively and it, it doesn't really matter if it's like perceived as corny or not somebody's cup of tea or even maybe not what you want it to be now but like if you allow yourself like just like I don't know like a mustard seed of faith like a little bit a step forward like you never know how far it'll go so yeah 
that's it. <laughs> I could totally relate to the to what you said there. Um, nobody can know that I think this way, or nobody know that I could do that. Uh, so uh, this this was like the biggest hindrance for me before I started releasing music. Because growing up, all these years, my sister is the most creative person, you know. So when I when I started pursuing music and was thinking, man, is this really something I can? Am I allowed to? You know that question. Am I allowed to do this? Considering you know, there's already someone in the family who's taking that spot, or you know, there's another person out there who's more talented than I am. So, you know, am I really allowed to do this? Um, and it. It really took me a while to 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 <laughs> to accept the answer that God was telling me, like, yes, it's allowed. And I'd always doubt him, like, are you sure? Like, you know, there's so many more people out there, more talented, you know, and more available. So I mean, you know, and who am I? You know, I live for those who don't live in. The south part of the Philippines, and it's it's not of a small where I live and who I am. It's like Lord, come on, <laughs> like I don't know. This is just for fun, you know, garage band, tinkering music. It is cool, but to really share it and to to tell the world, you know, who's gonna listen to this anyway? You know, I mean, I don't really care. I mean, you're the you're the one that I wanna let you hear this, but you know, I mean, who cares, right? I mean. It's fine, but then the, the thanks to the Lord leading me to this community and also uh, CCH, that really sort of prompted me that you know it's okay, and, and it, it it eliminated a lot of the doubts and a lot of the questions I had in my mind about who I am. Even until today, I'm still discovering that part of me about who I really am and what God wants me to do. So it's been a, it's it's still an ongoing process, but you know every one of us begins that way, um, Alex. And about the whole corny part, <laughs> oh, I relate to that so much. Like I said, um, I'm the cor and the personification of corny. Uh, I tell jokes; it's corny. <laughs> and I try to tell jokes, to be honest, you know, just to try, <laughs> but nobody laughs. And because <laughs> it's, it's so corny, I tried to tell my my sister and my brother, and they're like, "Huh?" <laughs> it's it's just the worst. Uh, I tried to compliment people, and they say, "Huh?" <laughs> you know, like I'm sorry, was that supposed to? Be? I, I'm trying to be nice, and like, nope. <laughs> like I'm so sorry. But anyways, it's it's still a journey, but you know. Uh, but every artist, I think, goes through that, and you just keep writing. You learn eventually to, as you go through the process of what is you know what's like not so corny and what's less corny but just like what josh says it eventually becomes corny to everyone at some point so that's normal yeah like if you think about all, all you have to do right is look at a picture of you when you're like 16 or like a picture 10 years ago and you'll just be cringing at yourself. Like, but back then, everyone thought that was cool. So it's like, <laughs> and in another 10 years, you're going to be looking at this picture like, what was I doing? So it's like, yeah, it's just like that. Um, but uh, what I wanted to add was that 
what you said about um, who am I, like it points back to the beginning where I said that our life is not our own, like, and God orders our steps. So it's like, imagine if, uh, like, God wasn't in your life, like, and um, you, you might not have made music because you might have thought, oh, my sister's crazy when I let her do that. But, like, you're being pushed and encouraged by God. And because you followed in the steps that he ordered for you, now you make wonderful music. And it's like, I can't imagine you not making music because, like, your music is really good. So it's like, how how are you at that point where you weren't even going to make music? That's crazy to me. And um, I feel like that's just how everyone needs to go. You know, some of us are a bit earlier um, and we may be at that point that you were when you thought maybe I shouldn't do this. But you um, followed in the steps that God ordered for you and look where you are now. So it's like, use Michael as an encouragement, as like an example. It's like when you follow in God's steps, like you just you prove yourself wrong basically um yeah yeah i'm <clears throat> sorry i just wanted to say too like i totally understand the whole feeling inadequate for the thing that you feel like you should do because like we're talking about being homeschooled so i've gone to public school for like one year my whole life i did some like online charter school thing for parts of high school but now i'm like i work in a public high school like every day for my job and it's like what like i i just went to my first i just went to the homecoming game um yesterday and i since i never went to high school i'd never been one for myself i went there because one of the students asked me to go because he was starting on the football team so i was like yeah i'm gonna support it um they lost by the way <laughs> their team's not good but i was glad to be there um <laughs> but yeah it's like it's so weird like how how God will pick the most unlikely people to um, do certain things, and like um, I'm not the I'm not the create. Well, that's not true. My whole family is creative, but I'm not the like the artist of the family. Um, and I don't mean that in any sort of negative way. Like my brother is in art school; he's doing great. He's really stressed. <laughs> it's very stressful. Um, but yeah, like I'm. I I relate so much to the whole like can I really do this like there are other people who like have degrees in this stuff and like uh, like uh, why why is it me <laughs> and even the stories I write sometimes I'll be like why am I writing this like I'm not this ethnicity I'm not this person like what what's going on um so yeah the whole imposter thing the whole feeling inadequate thing like all of that. I I feel that too. Um, but one thing that has encouraged me a lot, especially working with students, is seeing how much of the things that I would write just learning on my own. I feel like a lot of the stories I write, actually, they would relate to a lot. And I guess where the overlap of my experiences, meeting their experiences, and um, I don't know, it's been just very, uh, very like affirming. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe this is why these things kept coming up in stories I wanted to write, or this is why I felt like to push in this direction, because then I'm seeing like students in their own lives dealing with very similar things that I wouldn't have known about. Because when I would write a lot of these stories, like I wrote a lot of stuff during the pandemic, or well, really, I sat down and 
like wait word documents and made myself like actually flesh things out and um yeah i would just be like what why is where is this stuff coming from basically but now i'm like oh there's a it's, i'm starting to see the connections more um and then seeing that even with me not having the skills on paper to do a lot of things like i don't think anyone if you just saw my resume it's just like oh, i've been homeschooled my whole life let me work with students in the high school <laughs> for like five days a week like I don't think anyone would have been like yeah that's a great match but I I mean I didn't even feel super qualified for the job but like the people my co-workers love working with me the students really like me and will like I mean they're teenagers so they're not like we like you they're like you know we'll just like t tolerate <laughs> not tolerate but you know how teenagers are they're not like super upfront well some of them are actually but they're happy to see me and like I'm like okay well maybe not having the skills on paper or having the qualifications we normally think of or what matters but maybe just being like willing and being present and being um available and being you know consistent and attentive and you know really caring about people i feel like that goes a really long way and sometimes those things don't sometimes those things aren't emphasized and then the people who get in the position can sometimes blow it because they are focused on these other metrics when instead like what's important is you know being a attentive person who really cares about what they're doing so yeah that actually reminded me i went to public school for a year about a year in high school and to be honest like i could not stand it. I actually, my 10th grade of high school, like I, I was, I transferred high schools because I didn't like the high school I was going to. So I transferred high school to another high school. Well, it didn't really change that much because in high school it's just drama, it's just drama. And, um, but the amazing thing was when I transferred high schools, I discovered a Christian club. And through that Christian club, long story short, I, that's how I became a Christian. And then, and then I became homeschooled. And like shortly after, sh shortly after I became a Christian, I, I decided I, I wanted, like, I, I wanted to be homeschooled for the rest of my high school years. And so, and so, yeah, I was homeschooled for the rest of my high school years. And, uh, and, but at the time, I didn't really, I didn't really have a grid. Like, I didn't know how I could be creative. And so when I think about like me, like, cause I'm like, I'm 28 now, I don't look 28. But when I think about me like 10 years ago, I was definitely, I did not feel creative. I, I didn't feel creative at all. I didn't even, I, I just like, I didn't even, I have, I have never heard of like, what is Christian, what is Christian creative? And like, well, I think like, even when I, since I was young, like I, I just like, I, I loved music. I, I loved like, uh, I've always loved art. And so I think even when I didn't even have the words for like creativity, I always, I always had a heart for, I had the heart. So I had the heart for creativity. I loved painting. I loved, I loved music. Like I used to, I used to play the piano and I don't, I used to play the flute, but I don't anymore. I am. Um, 
I, I tried to learn to play the violin. Uh, it was super hard, but right now I think we just, I just, as I've been reflecting, I know I love writing photography, but I just recently reflected, wait a minute, I actually, I actually really love songwriting too. And I just, I just like, I have, I wrote like two, I wrote, I wrote two lines in songwriting and that's it. And even, even just writing two lines in songwriting, I, I'm proud of myself because like, it, it just shows me, I, I have like, I have the heart for song songwriting and I just like, I, all these creative gifts, like Ron said, like, I just want to be, uh, I, I want to, I want to be the real me. And sometimes, or a lot of times, for me to be the real me, I have to embrace, uh, I have to embrace my awkwardness in the ways I just like, 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 like Ron said, like, I might compliment people and it would be super awkward. And I'm just like, like me, when I'm trying to talk to people on the inside, I just, I just feel so like, when I'm, when I'm speaking, I just feel so awkward, but I'm embracing, I feel like I'm just embracing who I really am and in the creative journey, like, and with all these gifts, I, I just like, yeah, I, I, I really feel like, like there is also, there's no pressure to create and that I can be at ease and just like, really, I, I just really feel like I can be, I, I can be the real me because I'm his daughter. I'm the Lord's, like, we're, I'm the Lord's daughter. And I can't, like, I just, like, no, I can't. I, I mean, sorry. This is, this, is what I mean, this is what I mean when I, I stutter sometimes. And so, yeah, like, I just know I can be comfortable. I can be comfortable to be the real me in creating, no matter how awkward it feels sometimes. We appreciate you sharing, Isabel. I, I really enjoy hearing everyone's stories. Um, yeah. <laughs> Do I have a story? Actually, I, I mean, I just want to say that I'm very happy to see everyone again um, after a long time. And I think if there's anything that really um, this community helps me with, it's just grounding me a lot, too, because when you're a... Uh, when you're creative and you do it kind of full time, like all your days, sometimes it feels like you're just kind of performing all the time, you know, quote unquote performing. And when we have communities like this, when we're not even showing our works or anything, we're really just kind of talking and like sharing these things and encouraging one another. It's very grounding because you're like, oh yeah, I mean, I'm human. The people I make art who see my art are human. Um, other artists are human as well. And they need to be reminded of that. Um, so this really just you know grounds me a lot humbles me a lot so if there's one um, encouragement I have for you guys as you like progress in your creative journey is stay like yeah stay in community that's gonna make that's gonna protect you from you know feeling from doing stuff out of selfish ambition already just like what we talked about before um and just kind of lose track because it's so easy to lose track especially when you do get traction you know people do start noticing you it's gonna start you're gonna get distracted um along the way if you're not um tied with community who like you know 
yeah, you just feel human. So thank you everyone for sharing your stories. Um, I do want to say earlier, because you guys were also like sharing um, how, you, how you had doubts when you started. I also had doubts when I started. And my doubt was that I would, or like my fear was that I would give in to the praise of man, the love for the praise of man um, too easily. So that was my hesitation because I knew I had um, some skills and a gift in music. But what I was afraid of was um, becoming famous someday and just completely forgetting God. Like I was really like, so um, I was petrified by the idea. I, would, I remember I would pray so hard for it. And there was a time I really idolized music. And I did actually sell my music stuff at the time. I got everything, like my first microphone and everything. Like I just, I didn't even sell it. I actually gave it away. I was like, Lord, I don't, if, if you want this to be, um, if you want me to pursue this, make a way for me to get back to it but I'm going to let it go for now because I, I want to make sure that when I pursue this, it's really going to be for your glory. So whatever opportunity that is, whatever you're going to provide for me, just give it yourself that I know it's you and not just me forcing it. I, I, it, it I'm sure I'm not the only one who's, who's gone through this. I'm sure this is a community filled with people, people who just want to glorify God. So, um, so that's, that's, that's something like, I think just like what, what um, Josh was talking about earlier, there are different kinds of doubts and I wouldn't completely, you know, rule out if you guys are doubting yourself in that way. Um, that's, that's fine. Cause you will doubt yourself to some degree because no one here is perfect anyway. So that's, I mean, that's fine if it comes from that place of humility. So, um, but yeah, in terms of like the question, um, other ways you can stay motivated. I do have like a couple of things I wanted to say. Um, first off, aside from all the wonderful things we already mentioned, um, you know, I think I, I do want to say, like, just live, live your life sometimes, like, um, sometimes, like, for me, I'm in a season, I keep, I keep um, going on and off with the music I'm doing, with the album I'm making, and all these other creative stuff I'm doing, but sometimes God just tells me, you need to live your life first, and, like, not be so focused on what you're working on. Sometimes we get really caught up in it, right? Because then you forget to live. And just like what Josh said, when we create, it's a reflection of the life of the artist, right? So if you're not living your life, then what are you creating? <laughs> like you're just you're just doing what people say. You know, you're just doing what's trendy, or probably you're just doing what you think other people will like, and that's not genuine. And people can smell that really. Um, so live your life sometimes. Uh, most times if you can. And I think one thing also, just to like not be so caught up on the technical stuff, the technical side of what you're doing, it's like focus on what you actually want to say. So that message from you living your life and then you have a message to say and just focus on that rather than the, the vehicle um, that you deliver that message through. Because then that will give you freedom. Like sometimes I have some, I have a lot of things to say, but sometimes God says, no, this isn't going to be a song. This is going to be an article. I'm going to write it or, you know, but whatever it is, all my goal is to just say that message. Sometimes it's just an Instagram post. Sometimes it's just a video. Um, so 
like what Josh said earlier, that we can we can like utilize all the gifts that we have. So um, at the core of it, the message that God is teaching you that He wants you to share with other people, make that the the main the main meat to share and serve. Premium, well done if you prefer. Um, so yeah, uh, <laughs> that I guess those are that's my two cents. Um, that's that helps me stay motivated because then I don't get all caught up with like the production and the you know all that all that jazz. Yeah. Um, what did Langston say? Oh, <laughs> I'm just reading. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just okay. gonna read back. Um, actually, the the part about the performance. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna confess this here <laughs> to you all. So, I released my song. Uh, I well, I started releasing my songs way back. Well, not way back. It's just last year, actually. Just <laughs> just recently, like last year, actually, and the way that it's been growing honestly has been super surprising for me and the tendency my gosh the tendency to start thinking about the praises of men and starting to put that into priority is so tempting and it really really hinders you from making stuff because now all you're thinking about is what will they like? What do they want to hear? How can I please them, you know? And that's the the danger of it all, you know? I mean, I was aware of that temptation, but I was like, I don't know, maybe that was the wrong approach on my end, but I was like, Lord, if it happens, you're going to save me anyway, so... <laughs> you know, I mean, if I happen to fall into that temptation, Lord, I know you're, you're, I know you're going to be faithful and help me anyways praise god that he did you know but um when that happened i was like whoa it's real <laughs> this stuff is real man the temptation is real and when i just when i learned about that i was like dang this is this is really bad like if i if i if i if i'm just careless about this man um i could go south you know and it's actually it was actually stopping me from creating stuff and you know uh, just posting anything that was creative and inspired by God and the reason why that stopped me is because you know I started thinking about more of what people would like so now um, the my approach now is to stop myself or more like to safeguard myself from thinking about what men or people would say about my art it's just Lord show me what do you want me to make is it gonna be music photograph or whatever just show me give me a vision I'll do it and I don't I, I, I don't care if it's if it's something trendy or if it's gonna be something that I think my audience will like quote-unquote but since you inspired me to make this I'll do it regardless of what the outcome would be you know but still there's still that temptation though to who's reacting <laughs> is it doing well <laughs> you know the the numbers is it good but then it's got to remind it's it has to be something you have to remind yourself okay it's not about the numbers thank you lord thank you jesus i'm just really happy to be able to make this for you so that's kind of my approach now um you know about this whole creating thing is that 
I have stopped thinking about how to please others, but more of, well, Lord, if you don't inspire me to make anything, then I won't share, you know, but whatever it is that you inspire me to make and to share, I'll do it. But if it's not, then I won't, you know. And by the end of that, it's like you're rooting yourself that, Lord, if you don't provide for me anything, I have nothing to show for. But if you have something for me to show people, then all glory goes back to you. So no, no, yeah, exactly. No pressure on you to make anything, but it's just you trusting and relying on him to provide for you the creative, the creativity to make. And you're just focusing on living, just like what Darla said, focusing on living, having communion with him, and not so much about creating stuff, you know, like I got to make stuff, but it's more like, how do I live now with you, Lord? So. Oh, so, uh, thank you so much. Oh, sorry, Josh. You can go. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. Um, I was gonna say, yeah, that uh, I can relate to that so much. Like, I don't really talk about it. Like, I've never really spoken about it, but I've definitely been through that. Like, with my illustrations, um, there was a point in my life, like it was like maybe like two years, where I was just getting like different brands coming to me and asking me to do this and they're like big brands and um like I would be like fake humble like when people would ask me I'd be like oh yeah it's okay like but inside I was happy that they asked and like I wanted them to ask me about it but like outside I was like oh no it's fine I was trying to be humble because like that was like the person I was like I was trying to be and um like since it's died down i'm so grateful for that like it sounds weird like why are you grateful for that you're losing opportunities but i'm grateful for that because it's it's humbled me like it's made me refocus and like focus on um why i'm making this art and who i'm making it for like i'm not trying to be trendy or anything i'm just trying to make art that reflects my relationship with God and like that's what I should that's what my main goal was in the beginning but I got lost in um I guess like fame or the like the opportunities the praises of man like um Mike said and uh yeah it's like it's so easy to get lost in but if you're like connected to God he'll just you'll bring you out of that so it's really important to have that relationship and to stay connected be in a community like Dada said because I know when I'm here you guys will never let me do that <laughs> um so yeah uh it's definitely it definitely hit home when you said that I want to say too yeah. like that the why uh, you guys are talking about is so important too because I think like even as like somebody who's starting out like new to this I think the temptation is is the two things like one of is like I'm not good enough to even like exist in a space why I even bother and the other one is like how do I keep up with all the awesome cool great art that's even already existing in space it's like a it still becomes like a why bother because it's like the caliber is so high sometimes and 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 that get, hits on the comparison point it's like you don't need to 
compare yourself to how well someone else is doing in order to exist your music can still exist and be good because it's like I don't know I feel like in some ways both are relying on opinions of people it's like you're looking at people to see your artwork and hold it to the same standard as everyone else's or all the good the good or the more experienced at that level that you want to be at or you're saying like I my stuff is not even good enough to like deserve to exist because it doesn't need an opinion there you know like people's opinion would be so poor of it why even bother um so yeah I think like that the re remembering the why remembering the point is so important because it's like that's always your your grounding place like if I'm creating for God it doesn't necessarily matter if like it, it should exist because I'm I want to glorify God in this way so it has room and the permission to be in the world but then it's also like it doesn't matter if it's not you know at some like level of where I, people think it should be or at the same level as more experienced artists because like if I am focusing on the point which is creating for God God can bring me wherever he wants to take me even if that ever is that level you know or if it's where I am like um so yeah I guess it's like a level of like contentment like realizing or trusting God that if he called me to be here if he called me to uh to create in this way like where I am is okay it doesn't have to be like it, it's not terrible because I'm here and it doesn't have to be skyrocketed crazy good it can be but it doesn't have to be that either in order to be glorifying to him or exist at all so yeah that's really good guys oh, oh, thank you for sharing oh shoot <laughs> same thing <laughs> Sorry. Oh, for those you want to go that's so good wait did you did you want to share something yeah um i'll give you a short though so you can, <laughs> you can go after i was gonna say like um as far as looking to other people for validation like i've had the other side of that where i've like uh, in 2021 uh there's so many artistic or like creative or animation jobs or opportunities or contests or comic contests that I applied to because I thought like I felt like it when it felt like on my end was like God was pushing me to um at least try them because again as we were talking about earlier like the struggle to actually see yourself as an artist and I was feeling that so I was like okay this is my way to like sort of step out so I was assuming that like one of these would work out but none of them did um i got rejected from like all of them which is really harsh uh, and you can it can make you doubt what you're doing if that's what you're called to or if your art's any good blah 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 you know all that stuff um but i think well a couple things but one thing i think i've been learning is that being hidden and not getting like praise or approval or even recognition one thing that can do is like everyone was saying, it can help you stay grounded and figure out why it is you're making your art and why it's important. And then also who you're making it for and what your um, goals and motivations are with it. And also it gives you sort of that space to just sort of be alone with God and making it. And it can have time to come in it, be in a deeper place. And um, when it is, 
seen by other people there's like there's this depth to it because you went really deep into what you made instead of just making something so that other people can see it or like it came together really fast and then someone asks you about it you're like oh i don't know i just did this and did that and whatever <laughs> you know like there's a uh, uh, I've been I've heard in so many sermons and podcasts the past couple of years talking about the hidden place and how God can like work and form people to do really incredible things, but they go through a period of like being hidden or out of sight or um, not recognized or not seen before um, before then before. Um, I guess God uses them for the thing that he has been intending them. But also even with that, like I think God's most biggest intention with us is just for us to walk with him and live with him and be in community with other people. And just like God's love being inside of us, but also spilling out to other people and then coming back to us, the other people, and then our art and all that stuff, you know, flows from that. And I imagine like goes out to the world and offers healing and hope and, um, you know, because the world is pretty dark right now. I mean, it's always been, but particularly it's also today, like there's a need for hope and for encouragement and for healing and or even that healing exists. Bye, Frizz. It's nice to meet you. Um, and yeah, and then the other thing too is that by me not getting those opportunities I had applied for before, like if I'd gotten any of those jobs, I would not be working in the job I am now. And I would not have met the people I met and then I would not be living in the place I am. I wouldn't have the roommates, wouldn't have the friends, wouldn't have the experiences. So like, I actually am glad that the jobs I applied for at the time didn't work out because um, for example, when Afghanistan fell, I was watching that on the news and I was just thinking like, oh, I really wish I could help out in that situation. And like, now fast forward about a year like in summer camp i've worked with afghan kids in our program we have some afghan students and it really hit me randomly i was like oh my god like i'm, I'm able to do the thing that i had really wanted to do but didn't feel like i had any like conceivable way to work with um so yeah sometimes the really discouraging thing um can often make space for something that's better but we just have to like we're not going to see it <laughs> so sometimes you just have to like trudge through the disappointment in the situation but at some point i think god is faithful and he'll he'll bring us back around at some point so that's so good there's a lot i think a lot i wanted to share like it tying in with with what other said is as i think about like why like, why do you create? I also think about who, who, like, who are you creating for? Like, like in my own creative journey, I think about not just why I create, but really my why is the who, like who I create for is the Lord. So I'm always like, I just like, I just want to create for the Lord. I want to bless the Lord. I want to bless people. And, and I'm finding that in the journey, in, in, in a creative journey, I'm I'm finding that I'm learning. Yeah. I'm 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 learning to like through creativity, I'm learning to love the Lord. I'm learning 
to simply be his daughter and learning to like use these creative gifts to bring to bring God glory to bring to bless the Lord and to bless others and I think I I think something something I want to share is um so, something something I I want to share is like in creating like I really feel like like the things that we create like it can be such a blessing to other people and I so often would doubt like if 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 anything I create amounts to anything but some of my some of my uh, creative friends from here in CCH would always encourage me that it's uh it's a blessing or that it's like it's just like like they would they would just affirm me that like the things I create like is yeah it's just it's just a blessing and and just really yeah that's just the yeah the main thought really is learn learning to love the Lord and to bless the Lord and to bless others in in your creativity because you have like no idea how much of an impact it can have on other people's hearts and lives but really like that's really the heart that that I have in in create creativity in the creative journey just really yeah learn learn to love the Lord and even because some people are a lot of people might not be doing so well and if you like create on their behalf it really like uplifts it really uplifts their spirits like for me I actually wasn't doing well earlier this week but a good friend of mine created created a Spotify playlist of worship songs in the moment I just wasn't really doing well and I'm like wow my my friend created a playlist like even 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 when people create playlists on Spotify it was like it was the most uplifting thing ever because it's like like worship music like music really does something especially yeah worship music does something to like uplift you and so that's really my main thought learn to love the Lord and truly be who you are in Christ. So, yeah. Thank you. That was so good. Oh, you guys, man. Guys, I did yourself. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys took something from it. And I'll be back with regularly scheduled episodes. Goodbye. G-L-O, Phoenix on the low, lost in the dark, I need the glow.